welcome to Ultramodern Morons, a podcast about trying new things. It's right there in the title, folks. We try something new, we gather here, and we talk about it. My name is Joel. I am your PE coach. And my name is Luke. I am a professional detective. Luke, uh, it's good to see you. Joel, it's great to see you as well. I'm, I'm glad you're here, actually. Oh, okay, great. Uh, you see, I've been reading this past week uh, about these things called NFTs. I believe it's <sighs> non-fungible tokens. I don't know if you've heard of them or not. I'm aware. Oh, you, you've you've read up on them? I Yes, yes. I, they seem to be somewhat old hat at this point, Luke. I don't know if you're just a little behind or... Uh, well, I mean, I'm actually uh, in a different time zone than you so oh, i believe yes. things kind of get here a little bit later i forgot that yes that is how it works. so so nfts are all the the hot rage around where i am of and course of course i think it would be great for us to start selling clips of our show as nfts okay a little income stream huh yeah i think the fans would love to have the rights to, you know, famous audio clips such as, you know, hello and welcome to Ultramodern Morons. Right, right. That sounds good to me. I mean, what do you think in price wise? What do you want to, what, what, what sort of tag you want to pin on this baby? Uh, I think we should be reasonable and maybe start paying people to take our NFTs and just get the word out there. Okay. Yes. Right. Market a little bit. Yeah. You know, you got to spend money to make money. And at what point do we just start selling whole episodes and then just sell the whole whole show? Oh, I think I think when uh, Disney comes to the table and gives us an offer, I think that's ah, finally when we sell out. Yeah, Bob Iger. I I just I know he's waiting for the right moment to reach out to us. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't be. Well, that sounds great to me. I mean, <laughs> that's really. I mean, secretly, I don't know if I told you this. That's been my end game for this whole this whole shebang. I just want to sell out and sell my soul and just like run away with the money. I think that's an admiral goal, and I am with you. 100% of the way. That's good to hear. But I guess to incentivize Bob Iger to fork over the cash uh, any day now, we should probably just kind of keep doing the show in the meanwhile. Um, to that end, did you do something new over the past couple of weeks? I did do something new, Jewel. You no see, this way. past week, I wrote a poem. <laughs> Okay, nice. Going off our uh, previous escapades and short stories, I thought I would further flex my literary muscles. Okay. So I uh, I threw, you know, I put some pen to paper and, and got writing. Okay, cool. Uh, so I put it in the, uh, the, you know, our shared drive, if you want to take a look at it. Let me find it. It is, I guess while you find it, I'll, I'll give a little description. Uh, so it is, uh, I believe, 12 lines. So three stanzas or verses I don't know. <laughs> of four lines each. And uh, when I was originally looking to write it, I did, you know, like half an hour of research into poetry form and structure. You know, I just read like a, a master class page on, on writing poetry. Uh, and I was originally just going to do like free form, which I, from what I can tell is you can just basically do whatever you want as long as it has words. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I thought I would hold myself to maybe a little bit of a stricter standard. So I tried to do a uh, iambic pentameter yeah. for each line. And then I tried to do for each stanza like an ABAB -A -B yeah. rhyme scheme. Um, the The rhyming wasn't like terrible i mean any like five-year-old can rhyme two words together the like the iams though i think what they're called those are like hard to to like figure out if you're doing right because it's like it's like the words that are like 
done done or the syllables it's like em- like oh yeah yeah emphasize yeah, yeah. emphasize yeah. syllable and just like saying words i'm just like sitting there repeating two words over and over trying to figure <laughs> out if one's emphasized more than the other and i just i like i think some lines are good some are pretty not great like they're probably not i am's or whatever but i mean each each line does have 10 syllables so there's the pentameter part two five chunks five pieces of five chunks okay so i <laughs> i've just found the uh the document the poem that you uploaded I, sorry it took me forever i spent that whole time just to search around like <laughs> where is this thing i was like half listening to what you're talking about uh but i have found it now so how do you want me to do this can i can i read out the title or would you rather just dive into it i guess you can read the title and then i'll give you a description of what it's about, okay. of where I'm coming from. And then maybe you can do a read through. Sure. That sounds good to me. So it's called Feline Freeway. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, basically how I came up with the idea for this poem. Can I interrupt here? Yeah. Could we just could we just dive right in? And I think actually you should read the poem, like almost just like what do you call those open bar poetry things where you go yeah. up there and you yeah, read yeah. your own thing, like that scene from like Twenty Two Drum Street, slam poetry. Yeah, it's like thing. slam poetry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can I can give it a read through. Um, I'm debating if I want to read it through how I wrote it, which was I tried to get the, like the I am, so I would read it like there lay a road. Yes, exactly. Yes, no, do that, do that. Absolutely. No, that's gonna sound terrible. I'll no. just read it through, okay. and hopefully the emphases will uh, will come out. Okay. Okay, so the title of my poem is, or I guess first, thank you all for coming tonight. Um, I hope you're all enjoying the smooth jazz. Uh, During this intermission, I'd like to share a poem I wrote for my Writing 101 course. Uh, The title of this poem is Feline Freeway. There lay a road cutting through lush landscapes. Rubber nor foot have touched its lanes of green. For paws one must possess before you traipse this path reclaimed from man almost unseen. Unseen except for mine own eyes above, my gaze met by feline traffic. It calls for pause as I view what I am void of. Freedom impossible within man's walls. Alas, some roads are not meant for a man, for there is a toll we would never pay, humanity and a shortened lifespan. Yet I must revere the feline freeway. Wow, <laughs> quite the work of art. Yeah, it's, it's not that great, but um, so do you want to know what it's about? You want you want the author's interpretation? I'd love it. I'd love just a deep dive in the mind of the author. Okay, so first I came up with the uh, the tag or the idea, and then kind of the tagline, the title at the same, the feline free freeway at the same time. Uh, so I work from home, and outside my window is a basically little path that is just uh essentially a freeway for all of the local outdoor cats house cats <laughs> like okay. there's no joke at it like probably 10 different that just 10 different cats that throughout the week uh make their way across uh in front of my window uh-huh so so i was like oh maybe because i wanted to write the poem then like oh like maybe that would be a good topic for it 
you know, just see where it goes. And then like, I came up with a title of feline freeway. I'm like, that's kind of funny. That's kind of, that's something. And then I just started essentially, I didn't know what I wanted it to be if it like serious or funny. So I just started writing and uh, it started developing into this thing of like, oh, I'm stuck in my my room working. And then uh, you have these cats out free in the, the wilderness. But reading it again, now that I see it with kind of fresh eyes, it also kind of comes across as like an angsty furry that's mad he can't be an animal. <laughs> oh, wow. So I guess there's two interpretations there. That one's um, canon for me. Yeah, the, the furry one. <laughs> I sort of got like a, uh, as many poems are about, I sort of got like a death vibe, right? Like humanity in a short, shortened lifespan. I must revere the feline freeway, like a, like a highway to, you know, highway to the highway afterlife. To yeah. <laughs> no, no, I was definitely like, I didn't, I didn't really have an overarching theme in, in mind. I just, uh, started writing and I started using words that rhymed with past lines and words that would keep the uh, like iambic pentameter flow. And then it just kind of developed from there. Yeah. I know it's only 12 lines, but this actually probably took me like three hours yeah. to write. It was, Cause I had to, I had to like get the, you know, keep the same like rhythm and yeah. get the words that rhymed. Um, and I mean, I guess to be fair, I was like watching TV and stuff while I wrote it. So it's not like I was just focused in on this for multiple hours, but it's not as easy as it looks if you want to keep like that rhythm. Yeah, no, I totally believe you. I, um, uh, as I've mentioned before, I was a writing minor in college and there was a course at the school I went to that was just called creative writing. But what I didn't realize is that creative writing in the spring is focused on poetry. Creative writing in the fall is focused on um, fiction, like narrative writing. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do the fiction narrative one, but it was like, you know, it was <laughs> it was the springtime. And so I walked <laughs> in like, <laughs> as like innocent as the day could be. I hadn't looked at what book I needed to order because I never got my books right away. So it's like, it was a, a shock to me to walk in and like, welcome to welcome to creative writing poetry. And I was like, I'll say what? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like literally after the first class, I dropped it. I, I, I emailed my professor. I was all sappy. He was like, oh, sorry. Like I, <laughs> I thought this was creative writing fiction. <laughs> He's probably like, look at this idiot. Oh man. So this is going to be uh kind of a reckoning for you yeah no for... this is my final boss moment i think yeah it's all been leading up to kind this. of karma on the part of that professor that yeah you, you uh stood up yeah shoot so joel that's what i have for you this week what do you got for me not much honestly i decided um it's been it's been busy so i needed something that i could do without a ton of time commitment and i needed something i can do that would hopefully just complement the current busyness of my of my like week. So I tried to uh, meditate throughout the day. Wow. That's interesting. You, uh, you did that because that was actually kind of like my plan B if I couldn't get no the, way. the, uh, poem out. Knock oh, out really? Time. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? There's going to be a day where we both come with the same thing. <laughs> We're just going to both end up sitting here. I'm pretty sure in that moment, it's like the, the show just ends. It just implodes. It's like a, it's like an impossibility that it's like, oh, nope, the show's deleted. <laughs> we didn't account for this. <laughs> uh, our office has, um, we have this like back storage room that if you close the door, it's like literally pitch dark, like not an iota of light at all. Mm -hmm. And so throughout the day today, I would just, not very often, only a few times, I would make a point to go back there, sit in the dark facing the wall, and just like center myself for 10 minutes. 
Oh my word! You're. Did you tell anyone that's what you're doing? No, I didn't. I just did it. Oh man! If if anybody saw you just go in there multiple was... times throughout the day, <laughs> they would think like Joel is planning something. <laughs> I was. I was actually. It was sort of hard. Spoiler: alert, I didn't do that well at it, but it was hard to concentrate on the meditation because in the back of my mind, I was worried someone's gonna walk in, turn the lights on, looking for something in storage, and they see me staring oh at the wall goodness. in the dark. Can you imagine? <laughs> that would be the worst. Uh, <laughs> just going in there to get a, grab a mop, and you're just <laughs> I don't even blank I don't even react in the corner. I'm so zen from the meditation. I don't even react to the light. And I'm just sitting there staring, slack jawed, straight ahead, slowly moaning. <laughs> <laughs> but like, not the ohm type of moaning, but just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> center. <laughs> That's such a buzzword. I, I read an article. I guess I could send it to you. I just Googled like how to meditate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they you know, focus on your breathing, um, like breathe from your chest and make a big, like make almost make a big show out of it. It's it's basically just a way to become pr- like become present or, mm-hmm. you know, quote unquote, center yourself are all like the sort of catchy buzzwords that meditation is supposed to do. It's just supposed to make you. I don't exactly know what the end goal is, and I never really got there i think uh aren't aren't you supposed to get to the point where you're like meditating and like time flies by is that like the goal yeah do you remember um were you in uh, whose whose class was it in high school is it english class it might have been like hoovy or something like that do you remember when a teacher played some sort of like it was almost like an asmr style thing and it was this like focus on a calm scene focus on the smell like that type of thing i think i like faintly re- remember that yeah they turn the they turn the light off and you uh you like relax your body and you just sit there with your eyes closed and i i imagine that maybe that's what me- meditation is supposed to be like yeah because yeah it's like a 15 minute uh video or like your 15 minute soundtrack that you listen to and by the end of it you're supposed to almost be in the zen state where you don't realize it's over and i had hmm. that for a little bit i don't know how long but i, I sat there i sort of like came to i was like huh like how much time is i'm looking around half the classmates or more than the, i think i was one of the earliest people to come out of it half the classmates at least were sitting there just like with their eyes closed just like a calm look on the face just staring ahead just doing nothing just sitting there it was almost like hypnosis I don't know. Like, is that what I should be going for? I, I'm not sure. Yeah. And then I, I think I remember just being in the back corner, just beating my meat. <laughs> <laughs> Probably cut that part. <laughs> <laughs> that part's staying in, baby. <laughs> so anyway, uh, good luck with it. Um, I'm actually, I'm genuinely curious to see how it goes for you. Um, I imagine maybe you'd have an easier time of it. I don't know. Just just in your work situation, not being in an office and just you, you can just sit down in your living room or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think the uh, idea of going into a broom closet at work is kind of counterproductive <laughs> to the meditation. No, you need to you need to get in your like front closet. You need to turn the lights off and you need to just sit in there for 10 minutes. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll just go into the office for like the first time since I've been working there, but just go right into a broom closet right away. <laughs> hey, you walk up to the reception, it's like, hey, where's the storage closet? Like, what? Who are you? And like, I got to meditate. <laughs> I Well, I'm excited to try it out. I hope you're excited to write a poem. Absolutely. I don't have much else to say. So in the meantime, um, I hope our listeners will enjoy 30 seconds of stock saxophone music.
Luke, we're back. Hey, Joel, what's going on? No, no, none of that. No more dilly-dally. We have to get right into this. How did meditation go? Whoa, Joel, you're hitting me with all this energy. It's kind of messing up with my vibes, bro. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I think I have an inclination of how meditation went for you. Yeah, I mean, it went uh, it went pretty good. Uh, that's all I'll, I'll say about it. Episode's done, folks. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Apple Pie. No, did you um, did you just try it recently, or was it a few days ago at this point? Um, I just tried it uh, yesterday. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So pretty recent. Um, I just basically sat in a dark room. Uh, I had the. I mean, I kept like our AC going, mm. so it was like kind of white noise. Ambient, uh, white noise, yeah. And then had the you know, our blackout curtains drawn. So it was oh. like pretty pitch black and just sat there for, I don't know, like 20 minutes. Wow. Maybe. Hmm. How many meditates did you do throughout the day? Uh, Just that one. Oh, okay. So like one longer one. I mean, I just basically kind of sat there and, you know, did the the deep breathing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did a tiny bit of research beforehand and it's like, oh, you know, uh, like, yeah, center yourself and, you yep, know, maybe yep. repeat a mantra over and over. I'm like, I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'll just sit here quietly. And having done that, I feel like I <laughs> and this is kind of a joke, kind of serious. Like, I feel like I meditate almost unconsciously throughout the day anyway, <laughs> to some extent. <laughs> really? What do you mean? I mean, because like for you, you're in a busy office environment, but I work from home. And like throughout the day when I'm working, it's just like completely silent oh. in my in my uh, house. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's times throughout the day where, you know, I finish up a little burst of work and then I just kind of sit there and zone out for a bit. And I feel like that <laughs> in a sense is like meditating because like I'm not really focusing on anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. I didn't even think about that. Like you don't even you don't have the busy, hectic, frantic energy of a bunch of people around you to escape from. To meditate, right? Like you are, you are in that Zen zone when you're working. Yeah, it, I mean, it's great too because I have a window right next to me. I'll have that open, so I'll just like zone out. Birds will be chirping. You have squirrels chit- chittering around, or whatever. What's the word for squirrel? They're <laughs> squirreling around. Squirreling around. Yeah. So it's it's uh it's peaceful. Yeah, that sounds actually pretty nice, huh? I I'll be totally honest. When I proposed this to you, I did not think of that aspect of it. That you are already. Yeah, I don't know that you wouldn't have much to escape from and send yourself from. Like, what are you gonna what are you gonna send yourself from? Like, <laughs> you look, you're like, oh man, my computer loading bar. You like, yeah. take some deep breaths, <laughs> fighting fighting with your machine or something. Yeah, my my workday is very low stakes, low pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you don't you don't have anything to like. Your breathing exercises are like what your heart rate's already probably like thirty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm borderline dead <laughs> during most of the work. <laughs> you're you're clinically comatose at all times, technically. <laughs> Physiologically not even alive. I guess this kind of brings up another point that I, I was I just thought of is that I also um not all the time, but a good like, I don't know, sixty percent of the time, seventy percent of the time. While I'm driving, I don't listen to anything, and I just really? drive in silence. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yep. Sometimes that's because, like, you know, somebody's in the car with me, but no, even if I'm just driving by myself, I'll just drive back in silence thinking and stuff. Wow. What do you think about? Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Do bees find wasps attractive? <laughs> I don't know. They, they look similar. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> They're they're like the sexy cousins of bees. <laughs> well, cousins, okay. Oh, you know what I mean, like like Joel. animal kingdom thing. Oh my god, don't be you're the weird one. 
Have you ever seen a bumblebee make a nest, like dig? No. <laughs> do they do that? I saw a bumblebee make a hole in a like doorpost digging through like straight, Holy cow. like a two by four. It's kind of impressive. That's hardcore. Jeez. It is, Weird. yeah. Um, I mean, I guess another thing I think about when I'm driving is poetry <laughs> and all the different poems <laughs> oh, I love. I, I was actually kind of on the edge of my seat, like like waiting for a serious answer. And then that, that just like... Co- no, it's just a <laughs> shitty segue. <laughs> I was like whiplash out of nowhere. I was pulled out of the moment. It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. This is a podcast we do. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Joel, let's... Just hit yeah, me with let's it. let's uh, let's whip this out. It's not gonna be it's not gonna be fun for either of us. Let's just get this over with. I emailed it to you if you want to pull it up. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road is the greatest action movie ever put to film. <laughs> that is the title. You have uh, you have read the title out loud. So I suppose we'll just uh, um, I guess I'll just give it a little reading here for everybody. Don't don't keep them waiting, yeah, huh? Yeah, let's let's get into it. Okay. Mad Max for your jeez. Fury. <laughs> Mad Max Fury. Mad Max Fury Road, the perfect film that we weren't owed. No time to explain, no time to ponder. Simply consume. There's no movie fonder. George Miller, our savior, has done it again. Easiest score I've ever given. Ten out of ten. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Wow, chills. Thoughts? I'm sensing, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of tongue-in-cheek. You're not, not the biggest fan of Mad Max Fury Road? No, actually, uh, I thought you were going to say tongue-in-cheek about poetry, because if that was the question, yeah, kind of. But in terms of Mad Max Fury Road, no, absolutely not. I'm being 100% dead serious when it comes to the content matter. Oh, you are. I just yeah. took... Um, the like simply consume like don't think about it just just watch it that no that 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 actually is like a term of endearment for me where it's like i because i was talking with coworkers. i just watched this film recently great film just amazing uh and they were like oh there's no plot didn't we see it in theaters together oh uh, yeah we probably did uh, when it first came out yeah 2015 probably yeah i mean we we're in high school probably mm-hmm. but um it's actually like <laughs> i had dreams of watching this film i was like man that'd be awesome on like a 4k tv with like a like a bitch and sound system or like a big projector like i would watch that film every single day for the rest of my life wow but yeah i was talking with my friends i was talking with coworkers about it i mean they are my friends maintain professional distance but i was talking with them about it and they were like they were kind of taking this like oh you know uh, it's just like there's no story to it. It's just like you know they just go one place and then they drive back. And I'm like, yeah, that's what makes it great. Like, and they're talking about like Mad Max isn't even the main. He's not the protagonist. It's Furiosa's story. And I'm like, yes, yeah, so it's awesome. And so uh, that that was the inspiration, you know, because they say poetry should come from the heart, mm-hmm. and I really felt this one. Um, but also because just poetry, just straight up, not my jam. <laughs> no, did did you um you just went for the rhyme and it looks like didn't try to have a. Uh... Uh, meter or anything? No, no. You were telling me about that last week, and I like even you tell me about it. I was like, God, that sounds hard. And you said you spent it was a headache, and you spent hours on it. And I'm like, look, if I'm gonna do poetry, if I if I like gun to my head, if I have to do poetry, I'm gonna make it as just like free flowing and fun 
and just like sort of like off the dome as I can. Mm-hmm. Like what you did almost sounds like math to me, like formulaic in a way. It was. Yeah, it's um, I mean, I guess it makes it more impressive that people can do that and make it sound natural. Yeah, I get I get, the, you know, I get the concept. I get that um, constraints inspire creativity a lot of time but just like oh man I'll, I'll say it till i die just poetry not for me i was almost like mm-hmm. like i feel like i say it every week but it was like busy work a busy week at work this week right like i'm working a lot of hours and I'm, I'm there till like late you know it's in the evening in the back of my mind i'm like I have to go home and write poetry after this? Like, are you joking? <laughs> like, and we were actually going to record this episode yesterday, but I didn't have the poem ready. And I was just like, I almost couldn't bring myself to do it. And when I finally sat down and tried it, I was like, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to have fun with it. Like uh-huh. poetry is not even something I encounter in my day-to-day life. I, okay. It depends on what you mean by poetry. Like I like poetic language, but like the actual like structure of a poem is like, I never sit down and read poetry. I never participate in poetry. I never write poetry. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I don't have an appreciation for poetry. And I'll be honest, I don't think this, I don't think this exercise for this podcast inspired a, you know, a spark of a real love for poetry for me. I don't know. I'm still kind of like ambivalent to it. What made you so bitter, Joel? <laughs> <laughs> Who hurt me? <laughs> Who hurt you? I can't even I can't even appreciate the sweet nectar of poetry. The shell sil- Silverstone. <laughs> Silverstein or is it Silverstone? Shell Silverstone is his like porn name brother. <laughs> yeah, he hit me. Shell Silverstein, like steal your lunch money as a kid. <laughs> he bullied me. I'm <laughs> just cool. Yeah. Oh man. I didn't, I didn't expect to get so vulnerable on this podcast, but yeah, that's why I hate poetry. <laughs> It's because I was bullied. I mean, I'm sorry you feel that way. Um, I guess one final thought for me is that I found Mad Max Fury Road to be good. Not great. I thought it was maybe a little overhyped at the time it came out. All right. Well, we're going to have to end the podcast there because this is going to get physical. I'm going to drive over to her. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We have a lot of fun making these. Uh, we will be back in two weeks on July 15, I believe, is what it's going to be. Uh, so make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Google Podcasts, all the places podcasts are found to uh, stay up to date when we release new episodes. And you can also find us as UMM Podcast on Twitter. Yeah, that's it. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you in two weeks.